Welcome. I'm Lindsay Bridges from Charlotte Center for Mindfulness, and I'm glad to be practicing with you. There is a teaching instruction that's um, often shared that's very, very useful. Small moments, many times. We need our formal practice to give our nervous systems enough of a rest to be able to reset. And out of that longer formal practice, we also need these little moments throughout our day that give us another sense of regrounding. And they can be really short and sweet and very, very helpful. And the stronger we make our practice, the more these little moments begin to grow. I had one of these moments today when I was eating my breakfast. Um, It was very sweet. Uh, Taking a bite of of oatmeal and chewing it mindfully. Suddenly, I got a taste of the walnut that was in my oatmeal. And it wasn't just so much the taste as much as it was this whole bodily recognition of walnut coming from a tree, being part of a tree, and the reality that that essence of tree walnut was joining in with my body. It's kind of one of those moments that's hard to share um, what exactly happened because it was a little bit effable. I don't know how you say the word, but a little bit beyond words, but a real moment of just a touch of grace and communion um, with the living world around me. And it gave me a sense of reconnecting, regrounding, even if it was just for that little teeny blip that I appreciated. It also inspired me what I want to do today, which is an eating meditation. When we can open up all moments of our day to this possibility of waking up with strong heart, clear mind um, to meet the moment, it's really helpful. So I actually had time to prepare, and I know you probably haven't, Um, I have my raisins right here. I'm just going to give a short pause in case you would like to get up and get just some piece of food. It doesn't matter what it is, a piece of fruit, um, a nibble of bread, a cracker, whatever is accessible. And I'm just going to offer a space for us to do breathing meditation for maybe about two minutes for anyone that wants to stand and collect something and come back. So if you're still sitting here with me, finding the breath, offering maybe two or three nice, deep in and out breaths. If you decided you just want to sit and don't want to collect a piece of food, that works just fine too. 
begin to find where is the anchor that makes the most sense for your nervous system, your awareness to rest there for this time. If you want to share a short eating meditation with me, invite you to pick up whatever small bite of food you might have. Begin by really looking at it. If it's something like a raisin, I actually see raisins every day. They go on my oatmeal. It's very easy to stop seeing raisins and it just become this handful that gets flung on the oatmeal. So what does it take to re-see whatever piece of food you have as if you've never seen it before? Without getting deeply analytical, open up your awareness to where this piece of food came from, to the people that were involved in getting this piece of food to you. to the evolutionary history that dates back to eons of this small piece of food developing in the way that it has. It's a beautiful quote from Carl Sagan that said, if you truly want to make apple pie from scratch, you have to start with the Big Bang. This goes back as far as you can imagine, and then further. This one little piece here. So when you have kind of a sense, allowing, if you want, even a sort of wonder or awe, what does it take to open that up, to kind of step out of the jaded mind? That, yeah, it's a raisin. What else do you want me to know about it? <laughs> What does it take to re-invite a sense of awe and wonder to this small piece of food? So after you've had enough time to look at it, feel it. Again, noticing all of the evolutionary history that it has taken for my for your fingertips to actually feel the texture of that piece of food, of whatever it is for you. That we know how to make some sense out of what we're feeling. It's infinitely complex. And yet we glide past that over and over and over. Take a moment to recognize that infinite complexity, just being able to feel and make some sense out of what this is. If it's a piece of fruit, can you sense the water in it? Raisins, if you've done this exercise with me before, you know um, what I had a class member share with me. California raisins are primarily irrigated, according to this class member, with water that is snowmelt from the Canadian Rockies. So when I'm feeling that little bit of softness 
in this raisin. That is um, Canadian Rocky snow melt right here in my fingers. Smell it. What happens when you smell? For me, I notice instant salivation. There is a physical relationship going on between me and the raisin. It's right here. Then, if you want, actually one last step before that, notice if there's some habit drive impulse saying, yeah, I don't want to hold on to it anymore. I want to eat it. You may have already popped several raisins. You're you're on your fourth or your fifth. Uh, You wouldn't be alone in that. It's interesting when we slow down with eating, how often people find that there's an automatic pilot to shove mindlessly food into the body. And to not do that actually brings up a sense of discomfort, a sense of unease. So mindfulness, again, is not about creating all perfect conditions. It is about finding ease right in the midst of life as it is. And sometimes that's fiery. Sometimes that's not There's not an ease here. What is it like if you're having that impulse? And you might even be saying, come on, get on with it, eat the raisin. (laughs) If any of that kind of impulse is coming up for you, what's it like to just pause for a moment, feel into it, acknowledge it? Breathe in, breathe out with it. And then be conscious. See if you can keep conscious attention to taking the raisin and putting it in your mouth and eating it. So I left out a step. Put it in your mouth and don't bite. If you have a piece of bread, it's probably going to go automatically soggy. What's it like to stay with the sensation just as it is? It's a raisin. Again, notice whatever impulse there might be. And begin to feel and taste its texture. Taking your time with this. Noticing what's happening in your body as you hold a piece of food in your mouth. Anything from impatience to curiosity to pleasure to discomfort, anything's welcome. The mindful part of it is, can you acknowledge just exactly what's here? It's a lot of heart, compassion if it's challenging, and a willingness to see. And whatever piece of food you have, I invite you to very slowly, like maybe even just take one bite. Notice what happens with that for you. For me, I get like this burst of flavor. And while part of my mind definitely knows this flavor very well and has tasted it many times, 
when I step back and just taste that flavor fresh, it's still, it's still, after all, you know, 55 years I'm eating raisins, it's still interesting and new and fresh. There's still mystery here in it. What's it like to very slowly eat? Feel the texture chewing in your between your teeth. How often do you notice that you're biting food all the time and we only very rarely bite our tongues? That our tongues have like this internal intelligence that knows how to stay away from being chopped by the teeth. So just feel how the tongue does its thing to support eating. And then your own rate, your own pace, swallowing. What's it like, kind of like my my experience this morning with the piece of walnut and feeling kinship with tree life in the world? What's it like to acknowledge this interbeing, the raisin literally, physically, not metaphorically, becoming a part of you? Each breath in, each breath out. There is this sharing of life with everything. I invite you to sit back with some silence or just a few breaths. Thich Nhat Hanh has a beautiful meal gatha uh, for offering at meals that I want to share here. This food is a gift of the earth, the sky, numerous living beings, and much hard and loving work. May we eat with mindfulness and gratitude so as to be worthy to receive this food. May we recognize and transform unwholesome mental formations, especially our greed, and learn to eat with moderation. May we keep our compassion alive by eating in such a way that reduces the suffering of living beings, stops contributing to climate change, and heals and preserves our precious planet. We accept this food 
so that we may nurture our brotherhood and sisterhood, build our sangha, and nourish our ideal of serving all living beings. If that word sangha is unfamiliar to you, it simply means our community. What is it like to even see our eating, even eating by yourself, as a means of building a stronger, more loving community for all? Lovely practicing with you. Thank you.